Hello and welcome to the McLeod Software Podcast. Uh, This series is part of the McLeod Insight, becoming a digital freight broker with the tools you already have. And one of my guests today, I'm joined with Kerry Hodnett, who is a product manager here at McLeod Software. Hey, Kerry, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. So tell me a little bit about uh, how long you've been here and, and what your role is as a product manager. Sure. So I am in my ninth year here at McLeod. Um, I've held various roles, um, recently taking on the position of product owner for our Power Broker product line. Um, and, and with that, those job responsibilities, I, I work closely with our customer base um, to really get an idea about what it is, what tools they're needing to help do their jobs. Um, you know, from the beginning of a load process to the end, I'm working with them to, to see what areas of our software can we improve upon and, and what new features are they really requesting. So our topic today, again, is becoming a digital freight broker with the tools you already have. So we hear a lot of talk about digital freight brokers and the concept of digital freight matching. What does all that really mean to us? Well, um, according to the media hype, digital freight brokers are the wave of the future. Um, For me, I think that that's a pretty bold prediction. Uh, they're, They're basically saying that shippers and carriers will be able to find each other through technology without the need for any human interaction to facilitate these transactions. So if you've worked in the industry any time, you know a a broker's biggest asset is his relationship with the carriers. Absolutely. What's your your thoughts on this prediction? Well, I think that there are probably several reasons why this projected business model is really oversimplified and misleading. Um, For one thing, traditional brokers are not going away. Hmm. Traditional freight brokerages will will prevail. Um, In the end, you really can't digitize trust. Shippers will always need to know that their freight is being handled by someone that they can depend on. For that reason, I think that the human component of freight brokering will continue to be central to the industry. I think that, again, that's where that relationship comes in on those loads that are hard to cover, uh, the last minute, hey, I need this. I think that's where the broker and carrier relationship will will strive. Absolutely. I mean, you know, instead of a future where digital freight brokers dominate, I think a more likely development is one where the traditional freight broker adopts technology to handle a growing portion of their freight digitally. In fact, I think that that's really been happening for some time, and the use of technology to streamline the work of brokering freight has become a leading strategy for brokerage success. Um, You know, there are more and more ways to use software to automate and streamline the work of covering loads, and I think we have a lot of digital freight matching tools that are leading the way. Not all loads can be handled without human oversight, but traditional brokers can use McLeod to automate the work of covering a large number of loads that are a good fit for those digital tools. I think the most common everyday loads that need to be covered, that's where the digital freight matching is going to come in, and it's going to be very handy for us to cover those over and over. Give us an idea about the digital freight matching the McLeod way. The beauty of matching freight digitally is that it frees your staff to concentrate their energy on other revenue-producing, enhancing work. There are many loads that pass through your hands that you may be spending too much time on manually. When these loads are coming in from shippers via 
email or EDI or over the phone, most of them, or, or I hope most of them, the majority of them are getting taken quickly by your preferred carriers. So the real question becomes, what do you do with the rest? Uh, you may be in the habit of posting these uncovered loads to the load boards. Um, and really my argument is, is a better approach is to use McLeod's freight matching tools to automate the work of finding the right carrier internally first. So as a broker, I, I spent a few years out in the industry as a broker, and I learned quickly that if I couldn't find a carrier, one of one of my preferred carriers, to haul one of my loads and I had to post it out to the load boards, I learned very quickly that you instantly squeeze your margin. You lose a lot of negotiating leverage when you're posting those loads out to the load board. You're, you're spending, not only that, you're spending time and energy that could be spent in better ways by covering those loads in-house. Instead of working with one-and-done carriers through load boards, you should be utilizing those tools to find work repeatedly for the same carriers. Keep, keep those carriers moving. And this will really help you manage customer service issues more carefully. In a sense, you're conducting business in a way that is more efficient and more profitable by enhancing those relationships with carriers and covering those harder-to-cover loads before they make it out to the load boards. Right. Um, off the air, you were you briefly told me about a story about when you were a broker. You, can you cover that again? <laughs> sure. A few years ago, or, you know, nine years ago, <laughs> I, I, I sat in the hot seat as a broker, and um, I, I was not fortunate enough to have many of the tools that our brokers have today. Um, and, you know, a lot of the tools that I see us putting out, I think back, wow, I really wish I could have used those tools or had those tools at the time. Um, reason being, like, I think I, I don't think I'll ever forget it. I worked for a company where I specialized in military freight, mostly flatbed, overdimensional, things like that. But this one particular shipment, I was asked to pick up a container full of personal belongings for a military unit that was getting ready to ship overseas. The load was pretty hot needed to be delivered on a Sunday, which while that's not completely out of the norm, it's also not norm. Most carriers want a little extra money to deliver on a Sunday or on a weekend. Sure. So I exhausted my list of carriers who I would normally work with, the ones that I trusted. And by that list, I mean I combed through an Excel spreadsheet and had note cards. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have anything I could go search on. But none of my preferred carriers could haul the load for me. Their capacity was tight at the time, and the lane just wasn't really viable for them. So I had to post that load out onto the load board, and I hit the phones. I I called everyone, everyone I could find. Um, And I eventually found a carrier. They took the load for, this maybe should have been my first clue, they took the load for a rate that was much better than I was anticipating. Um, it, it all, looking back, it all seemed too easy now. So, and like I said, at the time, I didn't have all the good tools that we have these days to allow, to look for qualifications, and um, I didn't, I, I had never worked with these guys, so I really didn't have any historical background on were they a good carrier, weren't they a good carrier, um, this was my first first interaction with them. So I booked them, and I will never forget it. I was driving down the interstate, and I get a phone call from a master sergeant general, someone very high up, uh, <laughs> with a very stern tone, wanting to know where his 
container of personal belongings were. I didn't have anything to go off of. I didn't even think I had a driver's cell phone number. Um, I didn't have access to the system remotely. So I ended up having to drive all the way to the office, log into my computer from the office. I had a dispatcher telephone number on the order, but that was about it. I didn't, I didn't have any way to see if, if there was an alternate telephone number. So I ended up doing some awesome Googling. <laughs> Turns out that the driver, he noticed on the bill of lading that there was some wording for hazmat. And since the military does a good job of really outlining what all is included in their shipments, mm-hmm. uh, personal belongings had batteries included. And instead of giving me a call and letting me know, hey, I don't have a hazmat license, but I see hazmat on the BOL, he didn't. He just dropped the trailer in Middle Tennessee and went on about his business. The dispatcher did not notify me. The carrier did not notify me. And I was very lucky to find even that little bit of information out. But it was a very gut-wrenching feeling to have to call this master sergeant general back and let him know that his container of personal belongings for his unit would not be delivered on Sunday and I essentially stopped a whole unit from deploying overseas because my carrier didn't let me know what they were doing you know throughout the life of the load I didn't have a way to track them I'd never used them before I didn't have any way of knowing that maybe historically they weren't a good carrier Um, I just didn't have the tool sets that we offer our brokers today to build and search for those carriers that probably could have done a better job on that particular shipment. I think you hit it. The the tools that we offer brokers today, um, they they were not what they were 10 years ago. There's so much information available these days for the broker to make their job a little bit easier. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about what kind of rate matching tools that McLeod has to offer. Well, we have a ton, but I don't. I could be here all. I could talk all day on the tools that we have to offer um, our brokerage companies. the The top two that really come to mind um, that that I really try to get our customer base to use because I think it's it's important and they're they're helpful with competing in the marketplace are our top match tool set and our waterfall tendering options. With top match, you have you may have thousands of carriers listed in your system. I'm not exaggerating. I have seen customers with thousands of carriers in their system. It would really take too much time to manually search through each of these carriers to figure out which one's best suited for a load. Um, and what top match does, it lets you define search criteria about carriers such as rate history, lane history, Um, frequently available trucks, and you can assign weights to those different factors so that when you run the search, the search engine scores each carrier and gives you a list of the best matches for each load. Um, In an instant, you have a list of carriers in your system who should be contacted for a specific load. And this this list of carriers that the search search results returns, it can be fed directly to waterfall tendering. Waterfall tendering automates the work of offering loads. It takes a prioritized list from top match or any list of preferred carriers that you've created and starts by offering the load to the top carrier on the list. Load tenders are electronically offered to a carrier, email or EDI. And when that load is offered, each carrier has a specific amount of time to respond. 
if the carrier has not responded within that designated time, such as, you know, 20, 30 minutes, the offer will expire and a new offer will be sent in more of a cascading approach. This process really allows the load to get covered without that human intervention. And that's what I'm getting at when I say that we have these tool sets that allow your brokers or the brokers to concentrate on other revenue producing tasks such as cold calling or checking in with the customer to see if they have freight. This waterfall tendering process can run in the background while you're doing other things. And, and, and really, it's working down a list of carriers that you've already built that relationship with. Um, you, you know they're already in your system for one reason or another, so they're likely a good fit. Of course, it goes through your qualification um, profiles and requirements and things of that nature. Yeah, there's a lot more tools available today to a broker. I think in years past, like you said, nine years ago, seems like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But 10 years ago, a Rolodex was a broker's best friend. Absolutely. When they moved from company to company, they took their Rolodex, who had all the contacts, who mm-hmm. had all the best carriers for this type of loads, mm-hmm. that was their information. So where we're going through this electronically, it's it's just different than we did in years past mm-hmm. where you had a Rolodex and you'd flip and you'd make a phone call. Mm-hmm. But this the, the waterfall tendering where it offers a load to a carrier, it allows the user to go do something else mm-hmm. while he's still doing his work while the load is being covered, it frees him up to go build relationships with new carriers. So That's right. yeah, I see, a, I see a lot of uh, benefit to the tools available to brokers now. They should be able to be more efficient. There's a term that I've heard in recently in publications about unstructured data. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. What we're talking about is those emails, the available tractors, information that comes into a broker every day that really doesn't get entered into the database. It's just floating around and every broker has something different. So how can we handle help a broker with that? So I like to call that white noise. <laughs> it's it's that noise going on in the background that it just it's not going to go away. You're it's you're going to keep hearing it. It's really easy to find yourself overloaded with information as a broker. I really like to think that that's when technology can come to the rescue. As a broker, you receive so many emails. You receive emails from your customers and from your carriers, and it's just so easy to lose track of who sent you what. We have we offer a tool, it's called our capacity creator, and, and these processes, they um, take these carrier emails and they identify and categorize available trucks in real time. So it's a process that's, that's monitoring your emails and taking these emails that carriers might send you with a list of available tractors and entering them into our system as an available tractor. Now users can find the capacity that they need in an instant instead of slowly trying to sift through emails manually. It's, it's one of those automated processes that used to take up time to go through manually or to enter into the system manually. It's a piece of automated technology that again, frees up the broker's time and allows them to concentrate on different areas. Yeah, I think brokers, a lot of brokers every day get that information. They get uh, emails. Uh, they let carriers let them know about available tractors they have in their area. Well, at that moment, they may not need it, but somebody else sitting right beside them might. So mm-hmm. to be able to capture that data and use it could make everyone more efficient. Absolutely. It's not. It, it, it's a concept of not just 
you benefiting from it as an individual. It's a team atmosphere, um, not just individual efforts at who can have the highest margin. I mean, uh, it's, it's really a team effort. And having tool sets that put those available tractors into the system for you automatically, it lets your coworkers also have that opportunity to capitalize on these available trucks that they wouldn't have had before if you were siloing that information. Yeah, I think that, uh, like you said earlier, brokers are competitive in nature. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any last words that you may have to kind of help take the fear out of this digital freight matching era for them? Yeah, so I think that the use of technology to match shippers with carriers, again, it's, it's not going to eliminate the need for brokers. Um, I think instead... This technology is helping traditional brokers thrive in the fast-paced brokerage world. And with things like McLeod's digital freight matching tools, it's going to help power broker users find the right carrier for each load. Um, Top match, waterfall tendering, capacity creator, all of these things automate the work of searching for carriers, finding available trucks, and offering loads. Um, traditional brokers don't need to fear the digitization of freight. They simply need to make digital freight matching part of the way that they do business. Yeah, I think I think we're going to have to make it a part because it makes it does make everyone more efficient, and that's the whole point in this is to be efficient and make money. Absolutely. Um, well, Carrie, thank you very much for your time today. Uh, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for having me. You know, um, as a product manager here at McLeod, I am always interested in hearing new ideas from our customers. Um, if you have an idea or an enhancement that you'd like to see made to our product, I welcome that advice and, and, and those, those ideas. Please feel free to contact me. My email address is carry.hodnet at mcleodsoftware.com. And I just, I would love to hear the feedback that you guys might have. Yeah, that's great. And uh, there's several ways to get in touch with us. Um, Again, email podcast at mcleodsoftware.com and also just our website, which is mcleodsoftware.com. Again, thank you very much for your time today, Carrie. Thank you. And we'll speak to you again. All right.